You're a monster. Welcome in to another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast with your boy Caleb and your boy Devin. What's up, dude? Yo, what's up, buddy? How are you today? I don't know, man. I'm kind of still giggling from from what we were just chatting about. And I know, you know, we were talking offline about it, but I think it's really funny. So we got to bring it up now. So <laughs> we were just chatting yeah. literally right before we started recording. And we were looking at some news, just making sure anything, you know, just wanted, wanted, we wanted to double check, right? Like, that's what we do. We, we bring news to you guys, right? Ooh, to, we investigate so you don't have to. Right. Like, that's, you know, we, we don't catch everything, but we try. We try 100%. <laughs> we got this <laughs> notification that Chiefs running back has been suspended for six games. And then, like, we both lost our minds. <laughs> we were like, what's going on? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it was like, what was it? It's, practice Jerry on Ely yeah he's a practice squad guy (laughs) we're sitting here like we were both like oh no man Clyde's you know he finally got caught with PEDs because you know he's having a stellar season and no one knows why it explains why he's all of a sudden good (laughs) yeah I mean it explains like why he's been crap for three years and all of a sudden he's like the best running back in the league (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't worry guys he still has not been caught so we'll see what yeah happens. yeah he's, he's still good you can still start him <laughs> yeah he's still good you guys are good to go <laughs> but uh, um but thanks guys for coming and hanging out with us um if you want to chat with us you want to ask us some questions because we are going to do a q a later you want to ask us some questions or you just want to say hi what's up hey we can talk to you too you can follow us on at the monsters fb on all of our social media pages don't forget to hashtag us at monsters fb uh, but we got a few things we're going to talk about. So first, we're going to do some monster guys. Um, and two, we're going to go into our Q&A, just have some fun. Um, I know we got some really solid questions that we want to get to. Um, again, first things first, the deuce isn't going to be with us again today. Uh, just be uh, thinking about him and his family um, as he's still going through a, just a little bit of an issue. If you want to show him some love, again, at the Monsters FB, hashtag the deuce. All right, let's jump into some monster guys. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into mine first, just because I'm actually really excited about it. And it was also really funny because we were texting offline <laughs> and we, both, we were both talking about like, okay, because we, we don't always tell each other beforehand who, who's picking who. We want it to kind of be organic. Um, but this one got really close. <laughs> so yeah. so yeah. we were texting like, uh, I'm picking a guy that hasn't scored a touchdown. And I'm like, oh no, me too. Uh, well, what position? Running, running back. back. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> so then we both started freaking out for a second, and then we're cool. We're in two different divisions. Um, but I'm going to do mine, man. I'm going to go with Tyler Aljair from the Falcons. And I know it's crazy, but you got Cordell Patterson that's not going to be out for four weeks because he hit the IR. Um, but what I really like, and we talked about this back way, way back preseason, even you know back when we were talking rookies, that we really liked this kid out of BYU. Um, just mm-hmm. a big bodied back that can catch the ball, but get downhill. He can get outside. He's just he's he's an all around good running back. Well, they're playing the Bucks, and if you missed last episode, we highly recommend you go back and listen to it. But there's a chance that Tom Brady is not playing this week. 
um, because he got old, as we all knew, and he's gotten fragile. <laughs> TB12 isn't working anymore, man. That veggie diet, it's just making everything fall apart now for him. Um, but if that's going to be the case, the Bucks defense has been solid most of the year, but they're still 12th against the run. So it's not like they're top 10, top 5 even at that point. So they're still giving up points against the run. But if you're not going to have any offense, you're going to be on the field a lot. And the Falcons can run the ball. They're top five in rushes, rushing attempts. And if I'm not mistaken, actually, let me just pull up his stats real quick because I still have it up somewhere. He, he's Yeah, he's got 5.35 yards per carry. Perfect. is his average right now on the season. Yeah, I mean, he had 84 yards last Sunday. On 10 carries. On 10 carries so for an 8.4 average. And then he had one target with one reception for 20 yards. So he, he I mean, he got downfield. But again, he hasn't scored a touchdown all season. Mm-hmm. I, dude, I think this is going to be the week that this fifth round running back is going to just break through. Yeah. No, I, uh, I I like Aldrayer. Like you said, we talked about it during the beginning of the season. I know a lot of my uh, dynasty rookie drafts, I went for him. You know, even in my startups, I tried to stash him late. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew it was only a matter of time. Here's the thing. Patterson, you know, he does a good job. But if you look at last week or last year, and it's the same thing he's done this year, the first like seven weeks of the season, granted, he didn't make it there this week, this year, because going into the IR now, but he, he had a killer season. And then he was just absolutely gone just fell off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's an older guy. He's been in the league for a while. I, I had a feeling they were going to need more of a power back rather than that, you know, kind of shifty hand, you know, go outside kind of thing. Patterson did. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, like you, like you said, this is going to be a big divisional game. He's running very solid. You know, he had three yards per carry his first outing against the Rams on just 10 touches. He got 30 yards. Um, then against Seattle, 4.17 yards. Both are very solid defenses, you know, and then Cleveland, once again, another pretty good defense. And like you said, he, he shredded them for 8.4 yards per carry. Mm -hmm. Um, he's got two targets, two receptions on the season for 25 yards. So not great, but he's also showing that he is reliable and can catch that ball out of the backfield. And yeah, I, I agree with you here. I think he's going to have an absolutely monster game. Yeah. I mean, I know we talked a little bit about like, we want, we want Atlanta to pass the ball more. We, I get it. Mm-hmm. However, I don't, I'm not sure if that's going to happen. I think they're going to try and win that time of possession battle, especially if Tom Brady ends up playing, because I really yeah, hope you he does. Him to have the ball. You just don't want him to have the ball. So they're going to be running this ball all day long, and Tyler is just going to be the benefit of it. So I think he, especially if you guys are going to look at DFS, he is going to be real cheap in DFS. And on top of that, if you, He's going to be out there on the waiver wire. You pick him up. You know, if you yeah. have a st- if you have a stash spot, you know, ready to go, go grab him and play him this week. I think he can have a or, really big game. Or even with injuries, with Taylor out, you know, most yeah. people already have Hines. Somebody already has Hines. If you're not the guy that has Hines, yeah. If you're the Patterson um, you know, owner, if you're the Patterson, exactly. owner, if you're the Patterson him. owner, Swift owner, and you don't have Williams. I mean, there's a yes. lot of big David Montgomery still. There's a lot of big running backs that aren't going to be playing this week. Yes, and you know he he's still available. I think he's what owned rostered in sixty two percent of leagues. I think it is right now. Yeah, that's what um, I see. 62. So you know, sixty two. Okay, so yeah. yeah, I mean, he's still a super great you know target. That's good. You they're still out there in a lot of your leagues, and with this being the divisional game that it is, and them running the way it is, and how he's been playing. And him now being the guy, he's definitely a plug and play this week for me. Yeah, I I, I love it. I think there's a chance, and I'm, I'm going to throw this out here. There's a chance that this week, the top two running backs on the week, I'll say that we'll, they'll be in the top five. We'll do both in the top five. 
but two rookie running backs will be in the top five this week, and that's going to be Tyler Aljair, and that's going to be Damian Pierce. Pierce, man, he's been looking great. Those two running backs are going to finish in the top five this weekend. Yeah, I I can see that. That that's that's my uh, that's my forecast. <laughs> All right, brother, what do you what do you got for monster guy? I know it's a running back. Yeah, so it is a running back, and like like we've already talked, you know, he's also not scored a touchdown this season. And I know this one's going to be kind of a shocker. Um, I know you're probably if you know you're going to be like, are you sure? You know, you, you realize we have a competition going here, but my <laughs> my guy is I'm I'm going Travis Etienne. Oof. Okay. I uh here, so I understand James Robinson's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, doing very well. But I might add, <laughs> he, he is he is doing well. Um, but he's also just he he's starting to lose a little bit of his snap share. So if you look last week against Philly, granted Philly is an absolute stud defense this year. Um, Etienne had a fifty-one percent snap share, so he actually had the majority of it. And even against them, uh, being Philly being the defense they are, he had eight carries for 32 yards. So he had four, you know, four yards per carry. And the surprising thing was he only had one target in the receiving game. And that's the, that's the place where I see ETN being the star that he can be is in that receiving game for them. Um, and I mean, you go back to Washington week one, he also had a 51% snap share like he did this past week. And he went for four carries for 47 yards. So at an 11.75 yards per carry. And then against Indy and the Chargers defense, both defenses, which have been very solid against the run, 2.22 yards against Indy and 3.46 yards against uh, the Chargers. But he was under a 50% snap share, but was involved in the receiving game there. I just see with him starting to... I, I see them starting to give him a few more snap shares in there. And I think he's going to, you know, break off for a couple runs here and there, but I see the passing game being where he takes off this week. And that's where I could see him easily with, I'm, you know, somewhere around 50 to 70 receiving yards and a touchdown there. So there's a few things. So a few things for me, I mean, it's really hard. You know, I, I love Travis Etienne, but I think Doug Peterson, you know, coming in, you know, Urban Meyer is the one that drafted him. And when when he drafted Travis Etienne, we're all like, what the, f-? like, what is going on right now? <laughs> like, you had a thousand yard rusher in James Robinson. Now you're bringing in a guy that could also be a thousand yard rusher and can really get to the ball, blah, 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 right? Like, it was just, it was a very strange draft. But I think we're kind of starting to witness, like, no one knows what to do with him. Because to me, I would be playing him just like Atlanta does with Cordell Patterson or like Indy does. Well, Indy tries to do with Naeem Hines mm-hmm. more and more and more targets. Like he should have more targets than he's having rushes. Like put yeah, him out great. in the slot. You know, don't get me wrong. Their wide receiver core is not good, guys. Like, and they traded away LaVishka Chenault, right? So what do they got going on? You know, Christian Kirk's been surprisingly actually a bright spot, but then you yeah. got Marvin Jones. Why is Travis Etienne not getting more targets? Like, I'm sorry, if you would have told me in week five or after four weeks, he was going to have 11 targets on the whole season, I would have been like, oh, man, I figured that would what he'd be getting per game. Mm-hmm. So that's my thing is just the lack of volume. I just don't, I mean, dude, Hey, you hit this, you're going to be a freaking genius. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I mean, you hit this, that's going to be nice. Because to me, I don't see the trend. But I do know in the past, man, you hit trends before the trend hit. So 
you get this one, man, more power to you. Um, but I just, I don't know if I see this one happening. <laughs> hey, you know, that's the thing, you know, with the monster guys, I want to always grab somebody, like we said, that is clearly yeah. outside the top 10. Um, I'm shooting for what he's, I think he's setting at like running back 30, 40, yeah, you know, in standard and PPR. He's running back 40. Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely going someone back there. But the other thing for it is they're going up against Houston's defense, who is absolutely atrocious. I think that helps benefit him here. And the other thing is, I mean, they already are playing pretty well, um, you know, uh, and I see them, you know, continuing to grow on that. I mean, obviously Philly, you know, made them look bad, but what they beat Indy, they beat uh, the Chargers. And I'm trying to remember week one against Washington, what that outcome was. Um, Washington might've won right at the end. I'm trying to remember, but no, Washington, regardless, Washington lost 20. Okay. So are they, are they sitting three and one then? They're two and two. Two and two. Who was it? Oh, did they, they lose to the... They lost to Philly and they lost to Washington. To watch. Oh, you just said Washington. Duh. Yeah. yeah. So two and two. Yeah. But they beat, you know, Indy, which is a divisional game. And then they beat the Chargers. Granted, they did play a Her- Herbert. Um, <laughs> but coming, coming in here against Houston, this is a divisional game. Their defense hasn't been that great. Here's the other thing that I think is going to happen. Why ETN could really kind of maybe step up is if they get really far ahead in this game, they're just going to be running it. And what's the point in going with your star per se in Robinson? Let's figure out more of what ETN can do while we're have this lead. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be the other, the other shots like spot where he shines at this week. Oh, that's going to be interesting, man. You know what, dude? Hey, I want to do a bet with you then. All right, we'll have, okay. to fi- we'll have to figure out what the bet, like what we're actually going to bet. But the bet is going to be this. So I already picked my monster guy, so I can't do this guy too. So I'm going to double, I'm going to double down, and I'm going to say Damian Pierce outplays Travis Etienne this week. Okay. We'll figure out what the bet's going to be, but that's my bet. I mean, I, I mean. The the only thing I would have to say that's a little different there is that that's a a running back that's splitting a backfield compared to a running back that has the entire backfield to himself. Well, does he? I mean, Rex Burkhead has still been. I mean, getting touches. Sixty eight percent snap share this past week. Fourteen carries. Oh, that's uh, six receptions. True. That's the first week. <laughs> but but so, I get it. I get it. I'm just saying. No, that's fine. That's fine. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. We'll figure something out. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. And the beauty of it is we get to watch that game and get to see who does what because it's the same game. That's true. That is true. We'll watch it together. We'll make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'll be I'll, good. I'll take, that. I'll, I'll take that with you. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to jump now into our Q&A section. And I know the big one that we needed to get to and we might not be able to get to all of them today because we're already at about 15 minutes. But um, the big one that we wanted to get to was our friend Tyler. What's up, Tyler? What's uh, up, buddy? <laughs> he is uh, asking for help in his dynasty lead, a league. And it uh, looks like it's a two-quarterback league. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, PPR, right? PPR. Yep, full-point PPR. A little sh- Okay. Uh, kind of a shorter bench, but not really. It's a, it's a, it's a fine sized bench, small taxi squad. Um, but he's own four. <laughs> so he's, he's own four, uh, saying that there's a chance he might win this week for his first week, but you know, any advice on how he, how he can help either get his team looking a little bit better for this year or prepped for next season. 
And looking over his team, I mean, it's not terrible. It's it's really not. He's got some really good pieces. He's got <clears throat> he's got Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins. But that's you know he's got Kirk Cousins because Dak Prescott's out. Dak Prescott is his as a, a second quarterback. Um, Dalvin Cook, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, which dude, there's my first thing I'm suggesting trade heavily right now. Um, but that's a surprise. And this this is where it gets a little dicey for me. Is he's got Jacoby Myers, Elijah Moore, Brandon Ayuk. And then Mike Evans. So to me, it's that wide receiver core that is definitely missing. Um, he mm-hmm. does have Calvin Ridley on the bench. Um, I would trade Calvin Ridley. Um, Russell Gage there on the bench. Um, Doolin on the bench, which I'm not sure, but you know. So there's some there's some pieces, but so so my first thing, and you can, and then I'll send it over to you to to yeah for whatever you're thinking but i'm thinking you got to make some trades here we definitely got to make some trades um if you want to do them for future picks that's fine just kind of toss in the towel um i think you can actually get some decent pieces if you package some of the stuff together i would be getting re- i would trade clyder layer first off do a 1v1 trade on something trying to get a higher end wide receiver then i would come down and take elijah moore and probably brandon Ayuk. package them together and get like a more consistent long-term possible running back, um, whatever that's going to look like. Maybe take a shot on a rookie. Um, maybe take a shot with like a Leonard Fournette, something like that. Um, you know, again, in Dynasty, running backs are always going to cycle through. So you might be able just to find a piece that you can kind of play, but get rid of that. Um, but you, And then I would also, honestly, I would find somebody that's still interested in Calvin Ridley and I'd trade Calvin Ridley. Because I still think you might as well get something for him. Because I am still on the train that I don't know if he's coming back. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I actually, uh, I, I just am in the process of re- a rebuild myself. Um, I just inherited a <laughs> just inherited, year four team. Yeah, uh, guys, yeah, and I just real quick, year four team. This, this team, good God, he sent this team to us and we we're like, yeah, man, you need help. <laughs> It wasn't just that it just wasn't that it was bad. It's like I had no draft picks in it. Yeah. I had nothing for next year. Yeah. Um, you had a second so, round pick. That was it. Yeah, second round pick, and that was it. And now I'm sitting on uh I think it's a first, three seconds, and a third. Yeah. Uh, wow. so you know, I I've, I made some moves, you know, did some stuff. Um the biggest thing for me, and you know, obviously I'm in this league here with Tyler helping him, you know, and I'm playing him this week even. But for me, the one thing that I look at here is obviously in a two quarterback league. Um, one thing you kind of have an advantage on me here with having Herbert is you actually have a star quarterback, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's something that I kind of waited a little too long to do on this draft. Um, but kind of like he already touched on Clyde Edwards. I know he's a young guy. And so you want to try and keep those young backs sometimes, but you really can utilize that, especially with him being what running back four right now. Yeah. You know, utilize that. Like he said, go out and grab a young wide receiver. If you, if you need to someone, you know, um, I mean, you already have Elijah Moore, so you don't want to go like Garrett Wilson, but, um, Olave maybe, you know, you know, try and grab some of those guys that you can get a two for. And what I mean by that is, okay, Hey, I'll take this guy. I'll take Olave and a, a 2023 second, um, you know, or, or something along those lines and go ahead and start working towards a rebuild. I know that's really hard to do when you're, you know, uh, like, especially in this, this was our first year on the startup and, you know, obviously players aren't performing the way that we thought there's been some other things. Um, 
one, I mean, obviously you got hurt with Allen Robbins and draft picks, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You have Evan Ingram on your bench who hasn't been phenomenal, but he's had some flashes. What week two against Indy had a decent game. Um, He could be a great plug and play uh, tight end. I might almost even shop Mark Andrews. Um, I know that position is really one that you don't want to ever get rid of, um, especially with how barren it can be. But when your team needs receiving help, especially like your team does, since you don't really have that true wide receiver one, I mean, you know, Jacoby Myers would maybe be the one that's there and he's injured and you've got Mac Jones with his injury. Um, But like Elijah Moore, the one thing I'll say about Elijah Moore, why I would almost want to hold on to him is he's in his second year. Wide receivers always have, you know, a long lifespan. And the thing that made him great last year, Zach Wilson, is back. Right. And even though he has, you know, Garrett Wilson to throw to as well now, I think Moore is going to start getting more involved in that offense. Yeah. I mean, he does have Mike Evans on that team too, though. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I guess I, I, saw, I saw he has done he, it. So you have one wide receiver one. Yeah, that, he's got true. him in the flex, which is, you know, to each his own. He just, <laughs> he's flexing it. He's flexing that, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah I, I keep my wide receiver one down here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just want to throw everybody for a loop. Um, but no, he does yeah. have Mike Evans, but past that, he's got, yeah. I mean, Brandon Ayuk's a, barely a two. And actually, mm-hmm. seeing Evans there, that's who I would try and move. Yeah. A year eight guy, you don't want anyone that's past like year six, really, especially if you're going to have to start rebuilding. You know, I mean, you might have to, well, no, he just, okay, so last week came off a 30 point week. Yeah, sell right high. now is the perfect time. Yeah. Sell, sell right now. He's still going to keep putting up big weeks, sure, but now is the time, especially when you're going to be able to get a ton of value for him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So there you go, man. There you go. Get some draft picks. Um, you know, he looks like he already has another second, which is great. But get some more draft picks. Um, get some get some younger players, get younger talent. Now you're not going to get like a Jamar Chase. You're not going to get a Justin Jefferson. Let's let's put that on the table now. That's not happening. But there's still going to be some other players, like maybe a T Higgins up there. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of I don't know, just kind of a. Let me pull up uh, who's a uh, who's these top end wide receivers we got going on here. So maybe uh, maybe at a Monroe St. Brown. You know, you might be able to get um, even a Christian Kirk, a younger guy like that. Maybe even A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown might be somebody that you could target. It's a younger guy. Uh, You might be able to package, you know, Mike Evans with a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and maybe get like a Jalen Waddle or like a Tyreek Hill even, um, depending on where those teams are and their pursuit of the playoffs. So just keep that in mind. You're not going to be able to go to like that number one team and just be like, hey, let me have your, your best wide receiver. That's not how that's going to go. <laughs> um, you're yeah. the bottom feeder for this. So, all right. Next question. I think you had the next one. Do you have the next question? Um, let's see here. Let me look here. Yeah, we had uh, the the start set. Trevor Lawrence mm, right. versus... Um, oh, God. Hold on. I got to pull it back up here on it. No, yeah. Trevor um, Lawrence um, or Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. I had it here and lost it. Yeah, I didn't write it down, so you know how unprofessional I look now, right? Um, yeah, so Trevor Lawrence, Jared Goff. Um, this is actually a really solid question just due to the fact that, uh, well, um, it's a good question. Goff looks good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Goff looks, um, Goff looks like something else this season. And they're playing, both teams are kind of playing some, some defenses that can give up some points. So 
I think it's kind of a toss up. Here's my, here's my issue because there's pros and cons of both. So for me, um, I would I would normally say Jared Goff, but if you're not going to have a Monroe St. Brown, you're not going to have DJ Chark. Josh Reynolds is kind of questionable right now. You still don't have DeAndre Swift. That team whew, just doesn't have a lot of talent for him to play with. But on the flip side, Jacksonville's playing Houston, as we've already mentioned a few times. Uh, yeah. Jacksonville's playing Houston, and Houston's time of possession is pretty solid. Again, they run the ball really well. And so to me, if you're going to want to play Trevor Lawrence. Again, it could be a little bit, it could be a little difficult. I think I'm going to still go with Trevor Lawrence over, um, over Jared Goff right now, just again, due to the fact that I think Jared Goff's playing the easier defense. He doesn't have any players to play with. <laughs> he's, he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to go play some uh, football with some friends and no one shows up to the parking lot to play. <laughs> like, there's, he's yeah. got nothing there. I don't know what your thoughts are, but that that's how I mean yeah, that's, that alone. That's, that's kind of where like <laughs> golf scares me with the fact that like everyone is injured. You know, I think even Hawkinson's a little banged up right now because he had to do everything last week. <laughs> um, but like you said, with the time of possession that Houston does, and with how I still feel, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but I still feel like that game is going to get away from Houston. I feel like the Jags are going to come in and just dominate from the start, and in turn, I think they're not going to have to really rely on that pass game as much. And it could just become a run game for them, which therefore, you know, obviously that hurts Trevor, you know, for his fantasy value. Yeah. It's just, um, going to be, uh, going to be tough. Um, but I think, I think it's a solid question. And I think right now I'd definitely, uh, still be going with, uh, Trevor Lawrence. And lastly, guys, because we're going to hop off here, but, uh, I know we were just, talking a little bit about this and we wanted to talk more about it on air so we didn't we didn't divulge into a ton of it but um the jared or the jared she's not got jared golf in my head the joe burrow um conversation about tua let's let's talk about that so what what exactly took place here yeah so essentially uh you know the CTE doctor um, that uh, has been coming out here recently, um, whether it's just to give clout or because he's actually genuinely concerned, basically reached out to Tua, I guess, and told him, you know, you should hang your helmet up, never play again, you know, after his injury. Um, Joe Burrow came out and basically said, since even high school and college, there's been multiple times where, you know, he's hit the turf and completely blacked out and gets back up and just keeps going. Um, he basically says it's part of the game and that, you know, obviously if it's something severe, he feels like he'll go to the coach about it. But he said there's multiple times where, you know, there's just blackouts with it. And I'm actually reading as I'm looking back up this article, um, apparently Tom Brady has also come out and said that concussions are just part of sports. It's just the way it is. And the fact that these guys are coming out and almost, you know, like saying that it's okay, concussions are going to happen. Like, I get it. Football's a hard hitting sport. Mm -hmm. um, and, 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 you know, it, it is going to happen. There's nothing they can do. I mean, obviously, they took some great steps here with the, uh, I don't even remember what they officially call them, but those giant like pillows that they put on their heads for preseason this year in practice. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, obviously that helped. They said they had a very great showing with, you know, concussions as far as practices go and preseason went this year. So, you know, they're, they're trying to make great steps for it, but I mean, anytime you're getting hit, you know, you're running one way, someone's coming at you from a different way. There's always going to be those snaps of the neck, you know, those, you hit the turf hard, you bounce your head off. It's going to happen. Right. So yes, I get that it's a part of sports, but then you look at guys like Aaron Hernandez, 
who, you know, from CTE stuff, I mean, obviously had some issues, you know, ended up, you know, in prison and killing himself. Um, with Demarius Thomas, you know, at, died at a young age. Um, you have uh, this whole situation right now with Antonio Brown. Granted, I think he might just be a little crazy, but how much of that could have been from all the hits he's took through the years? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like to say, to, to almost like advocate that it's okay and it's normal. Like I, I, I like man, Tua. Like I, I don't know if I've ever been as so as scared as I was watching Tua after that hit on uh, Monday night or Thursday night, whatever Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday. Like night. that was terrifying. That was terrifying. Yeah, yeah. No, man. I, I'm gonna dis- completely disagree with these players. I think it's total crap. Look, I, I played sports. I played football. I played baseball. I've had my, I've had concussions. Um, that doesn't mean that's okay. You know, yeah, I understand. You know, I grew up in this time period where my mom used to tell me this all the time. She goes, you know, if you want to play the sports, you got to take the hits and whatever comes with it. So basically her point was whatever injuries could come along, you just have to deal with it. I think there's a difference though, dealing with, you know, maybe a sprained knee or an ankle versus a concussion that looked so severe that his body was entangled in a different position that shouldn't even be possible. Like, that's a problem, guys. We're not dealing with just a simple concussion here where he just was like, he got dizzy and a little loopy. This dude got knocked the heck out and his body, I, I don't even know the technical term, but I mean, it just looked jacked. I mean, he went into, I mean, I know that there's doctors that are talking about like, it, it's just, that is not a good, that is not a good concussion to have. And keep in mind, yeah. that came on the back of another doctor so-and-so clearing him to be able to play, which we know came out and was total crap as well. Now that doctor's been right. fired. My concern would be, even if he sits out the rest of the season, which honestly he probably freaking should for his own health, which he may or may not, it still concerns me that if he gets one hard hit again, that's going to happen again. Look at Andrew Luck. He's like, I'm not dealing with this crap. Yeah, yeah and, the, and the I'm thing out. is, luck, luck was just bodily injuries that can heal. Yeah. Like a, he, a, a, a severe, like that. That what, you, what the word there was is the fencing response. That's, that's what the it, that, you know. Yes, thanks. The, yeah, the tightening of the hands, everything. But like one more hit, he might not even be able to talk. Dude, be he might not. Be, you know. Yeah, you know, he might have to be you know fed out of a straw for the rest of his Dude. life. You know, like it, 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 head injuries are like like that's huge. Mm-hmm. You're a broken leg can heal, you know, an ACL and MCL. Like you can live life afterwards. Like severe brain trauma, you're you're done. Like yeah. your life's over. There's no like brain transplants out there. <laughs> like, no, like you, that, that's not a thing, guys. Like it's it, there's two things. There's your mind and your back, like your spine. Those are the two things. And if you screw up one or the other or both, you're screwed for the rest of your life. And football has issues with both of those. And I really hope that they take a hard look after all these quarterbacks coming out and saying, oh, it's just part of it. And then they're being like, what the hell? Are we really having this many issues and no one's been saying anything? Like we knew it was a problem, but we're like, now we got these top end quarterbacks like Joe Burrow and Tom Brady saying that I've had these for decades now. Wait, what? Maybe we need to look at something a little bit different. I'm not saying change the game, but I'm sure with all the technology we have, you can figure out something that could protect these quarterbacks a little bit more. So I don't know what that is, obviously, but but I think there's something. Very disappointing. Yeah, they've got to find a different different solution. 
Yeah. Guys, let us know your thoughts on this. I mean, do you think it's crazy that all these quarterbacks are talking about, you know, this is normal and this is okay? And should Tua even play this year? Um, I'm out on Tua this year. I think he should just sit this one out and hopefully next year come back and his, his mind's healthy. And that's if he comes back at all. I really do hope yeah. he, I don't want him to retire. But I think it really takes a hard look at his life's a little bit more important than a sport at the end of the day. The Dolphins didn't prove that to him, but he can prove it to himself. But let us know your guys' thoughts on that. You can find us at the Monsters FB on all of our social media pages. Thanks again, guys, for taking the time to hang out with us and listen to another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast. We'll catch you next time. See you guys. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heater on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. Yeah. I can be ruby in the mood. I can be rotten. I can be cool, mind like a fool, but never forgotten. Creeping in the dark, waiting for you.